in the law and we are child is this thing recording well that's what it said it was doing hey now <laughs> hey guys what's going on you already know this is your boy tori and thank you thank you thank you for tuning into this week's episode <gasps> did you hear about lower verbato it was exciting <laughs> um, just a heads up guys, we're gonna have fun on this episode. And I know y'all probably wondering what in the hell what has gone on? Well guys, there's a lot that has gone on and I'll be able to explain it momentarily. So, but before we get into all the shits and giggles, you already know what it is. I need you all. I need you. You uh, I'm gonna say it from my wanting and need I need you as I grab my hands and I say I need you. <laughs> I need you to make sure to go ahead hit us up make sure to like subscribe and I must say go ahead and share because I'm here for the shits go ahead and make sure you do that on our social media outlets so we got a couple of updates so bear with me I don't want you to think I'm trying to be long winded but I'm just go ahead and put it out there it's a lot I have been hustling say this also game is real we will not we will not, in the name of my holy Jesus, accept no edges in 2020. <laughs> so, do me a favor. Make sure to like and subscribe and share. <clears throat> so, we're on Instagram, Weekend Pearls. You already know. Facebook, Weekend Pearls. Twitter. So, let me go ahead and tell you something. Now, this is no shots at Twitter. Twitter, I love y'all. I appreciate you a lot. I'm actually getting a way bigger, different response to what I anticipated, which actually I'm glad about. I have Weekend Pearls on Twitter. I know I had talked cash money the last couple of times, but yes, we're officially on Twitter now. So it's at Pearls Weekend, and that's Pearls with a Z, but we are on Twitter. Also, make sure question comments feedback you want to be a guest on the show or you responded back to i think i lost my pearls hit us up weekendpearls at gmail.com and also you already know about the website www.weekendpearls.com so now i told you i was going to be a little bit long-winded on something um but i will say this is that we have expanded on our streaming platforms which I'm extremely proud of so get into the shits so we're on iTunes podcast we're on Google podcast we're on Overcast app we're on the podcast app we are on iHeartRadio we're on Spotify we're on Stitcher we're on Breaker we're on Radio Public and last but not least we are on Pocket Cast so the great thing, the majority of everybody has an app that you can download either it's on Android, Google Play Store, or you can download it from your wonderful what? What does it say on here? Your Apple Store application. Get it too. <laughs> so yes, we have hustle. So the only thing that we're waiting on at this time is patiently. I need everybody to go ahead and send prayers out in a multitude of fashions. I am still patiently waiting on Pandora. That is the only one that I am waiting on. I am waiting on. <laughs> I am waiting on. So Pandora. So if y'all happen to be listening. Because you know I have already liked and subscribed. Then go ahead and send it. Hey do me a favor y'all. Add us. Throw us in the mix. 
only person left I'm waiting on is in Pandora. So guess what y'all can do? If you happen to love and enjoy the show that we put on every week, hey, hit them up and say, hey, what the hell's going on with Weekend Pearls? We try and get this thing in. And I would definitely appreciate you. All right. <clears throat> As we get closer to the beginning of the show, I am so excited that I have one of our wonderful special guests. He's back again. And for those that don't know who he is, shame on you and you should be punched in the face three times and probably farted on. But I care about y'all feelings. So maybe just hit in the face three times and just laughed at not for it because that's a lot of disrespect ah, that's too much things but needless to say the one and only he is the creator of on you see i'm not gonna play google because the last time you know he tries it so on you one more time for the people on you you see how this is flowed and that means for those that cannot translate from french to english that means toys and play. And that would be my wonderful Justin McDid. Justin, Justin. Hey, Justin, are you there, Justin? Are you there, my love? Or are you there? And let's see if he responds. So, watch this. Bonjour, mon ami. <laughs> and Justin, so if I wanted to contact you in regards to some of the things that you've been posting, because you have a lot of stuff and we got to get into it, because I'm not going to let you get out of this episode without talking about it, because we're going, so everybody listen to the episode, yes, we are going thrifting together. I might not be able to divulge his secrets, but hell, I might be able to pick me up something. I'm just saying, I don't know. We'll see. But <clears throat> you can find him on Instagram at Julianju, and that's J-O-U-E-T-S-E-N-J-E-U Julien Ju. And you can also find him on Facebook Also on Julien Ju. And if you go to his YouTube channel You can go ahead and hit a mistal It's like nope. the color purple No, 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 it's been updated <laughs> oh, it's oh, oh, my apologies It's so, been updated So everybody that's listening So this is what happens when you send people outlines And they can read and they say a YouTube channel And I... But go ahead. Hey, I, look, I'm just here. For, I'm just here for perks. Go ahead. So, Justin, can you give them your updated YouTube channel? I would be happy to. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And actually, in your previous statement, you said you were going to allow me to say it, but that's neither here nor there. <clears throat> so, hi, everyone. My name is Justin. I am the operator of the social media likeness called Joyce on Jew. It is on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. At Joesonju, and as he spelled out for us already, it is a doll artist and doll collecting page where I discuss videos on how to create things, how to customize things, and just vlogs about the doll world itself. Well, my God, on today, you better mean it and say it. So, Justin, let me say thank you for again for being on the show. One of my faithful guests that have been on the show, and it's always a good kiki, always a good time. And then after the call, you know, I'm be sending him pictures about some some stuff. But hey, this neither here nor there. So, <clears throat> let me go ahead and clear my throat. I'm back now. In my, you know, I had got low in my life. So. We got a couple of things on this week's topics, and just to be forewarned, my babies, again, again, 
again my god on today I just want everybody to understand that there is a lot going on in the world and yes everyone has an opinion it doesn't mean that they're right it doesn't mean that their point of view is going to solve the problems of the world that's going to cure cancer that's going to end hunger that's going to get rid of poverty hell it look here going to get rid of West Nile or coronavirus but I will say this it is called an opinion so just like I said before before we get into everything if you happen to want to be a guest on the show you have any comments you have any feedback hell you you got an idea hit us up weekendpearls at gmail.com this weekend pearls with a Z a Z is in zebra Z is in zygot Z is in zealot you know I'm going to get into it. Boy, let's get biblical today. But before we do all that, let's go ahead and get back into the show. So first thing that's up on the agendas with an S. So if most of y'all have not heard the biggest thing on the dock today would be the whole coronavirus and it's just so much going on so for my people that are listening from DFW thank God that we have not had anybody or any documented cases so far and again because that could be in a situation where it's actually not true but we don't know at this point but I will say that there have not been any documented cases as of right now which we're recording in the DFW area now if you had been watching the news, oh, <coughs> oh, <laughs> so hey, so San Antonio, Texas seems to not be doing oh so well today. Um, apparently, we had someone that had been quarantined and did a little homework because I was really confused. I said, How in the hell? How in the hell was somebody that was quarantined? Now, mind you, this is one person, but one person can change a lot of things for a lot of people. So, this one person, come to find out, Diamond Princess Cruz, it's 122 of them. Now, out of 122 people that have been quarantined and have sat still, this one person, because of their testing, and they been tested once, showed negative. Tested twice, showed negative. Tested a third time, and I've never heard of um, an almost positive, which is very interesting to me even here. But with those testing procedures with the coronavirus, they ask that you're tested every 24 hours from that point. And so they ended up releasing this individual whose name we don't know at this point. She ended up getting, re you know, getting released and come to find out that the third test and this again, she ended up getting released before the results of the third test. So this, this was, doesn't make any sense to me at all. Like I'm so baffled at this point. So she ended up getting released before the third test results were confirmed whether she was negative, positive, whatever the case is in regards to having the coronavirus. So, lo and behold, if y'all didn't watch the news today, that girl, she was busting it open. You know, she was, you know, she was in San Antonio. She was at the mall. She done said hi, bye, greet, and when they picked up some stuff, hell, she probably was in the food court. So, <laughs> long story short, 
We don't know how much of an effect that has had on the San Antonio area, but from what has been stated on the news, and this is on all local media outlets at this point, you know, being out in Oakland, everything else for at least 12 hours. And at this point, we are very aware that it is spread, you know, spread through the air and what have you, and we we don't know what the repercussions of this is going to be, so... It's been a very interesting, um, to say the least, about the coronavirus and all the uproar. So, I'm going to throw this question out there because I know a lot of people are going to say, like, well, what, what, what's the mentality behind this? So, so Justin, so I'm going to throw this at you. So, my question would be, I'm just asking in general. So, do, do you feel as though that from what all has gone on throughout China and what have you and then also too all the outbreaks and this and that what have you in um, the US so far do you feel as though that this is going to be something that is going to be an epidemic or a pandemic or it's going to be something that's going to really shake the roots of the US at this point I think that it definitely has the means to become a pandemic. Um, unfortunately, I think because it's really not even necessarily the nature of the disease itself, it's the nature of people. So it's caused through people not covering their mouths, not using proper hand washing, um, hygiene. So I think the majority of this is going to be because people are using effective measures to protect themselves and to protect others. And just really to comment about you know, this young lady, well, I don't know if she's young, but for this person to be kind of released prematurely from medical care, like, that is a major issue. That's an issue that may even get that hospital system shut down because, you know, the CDC, the, the Centers for Dis uh, Disease Control, you know, that's something that they're very, very aware of. And, you know, and working in a hospital, you know, you have to follow certain policies and procedures and Joint Commission, JCO, they're going to be, they're going to be swarming over that hospital system. So, I'm not sure if the specific hospital has been named, but, um, that is something to be very alarmed at. I don't know if you remember when we had our last kind of um, widespread disease um, that kind of hit the North Texas area. What was that disease called? I forgot it now. It was Ebola. It was Ebola, Ebola cause it was right down the street from where I used to live. Well, I don't know all too well. So it was Ebola. So yeah. So that was over at Presbyterian in Dallas. And that was, uh, it was really interesting because that was like right after I had left that hospital. That's neither here nor there. As far as working, I mean. Um, and so basically you have to, to quarantine properly. You have to follow certain measures so that the exposure is not going to affect the, the major populace. And because that has not been followed, like I really see a lot of repercussions for that hospital system. Um, just in general for the disease itself, I think that, I don't want to deviate too much from your question, but I think I answered it, but let me just stop there for a moment and pause and kind of let you reflect and answer the next question, because I don't want to deviate too much. 
Oh, please. We're about to deviate real good. So, after, you know, after viewing everything and seeing who's being hit and what have you. So, it looks as though, so far, so everybody, if you don't believe me, you're more than welcome to check out your local media outlet because I've done my research. But it is particularly pertaining for those within, you know, either a certain age group. Whether you be young or old. So the younger group uh, between, was it 10 and 19, they're not truly being affected. But anyone over the age of 60 is having issues. But when I read it and my, my mindset and I had to really stop and adjust myself for this. And I'm looking at this from a different perspective. Some of the most impoverished cities in the U.S. And again, I'm not trying to speak this into existence. I am just basically just relaying this in regards to what has been given to us. I think more so that the cities that do have these age ranges that do encompass those that are more impoverished that are actually homeless. Let's call it what it is. Impoverished is a pretty word for poverty. I mean, hell, you're on the verge of being, you know, homeless. But it seems as though that those areas, especially, you know, within the United States that do not have um, some type of preventative care and preventative maintenance for those that are homeless, I really feel as though that a lot of them are going to be also a source and it's not that I'm trying to have a have an opinion against anyone that is homeless or has been homeless that is not what I'm saying from what we have gathered so far from the from the news and from what we have been given so far is that some of the precautionary excuse me the precautionary things that need to be done ahead of time meaning that you're you're in good health that you know you're you know washing your hands you know washing your ass I'm gonna go ahead and say it like I have no problem say it um cleanliness is of the utmost care and then also too with the coughing and covering your mouth and what have you and it goes back to even back to the cleanliness part about it as well um there are a lot of things that can transpire and it's just and again like I say this was going to be one thing that was going to happen with this particular article that it was going to segue into other things and it's just I mean it just is what it is at the end of the day but I will say this and Justin once I say it I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to you but I'm going to say this and I'm pretty sure that I'm going to have some emails about it and I'm okay with that because guess what this is my podcast Things of this nature happen because we're negligent. And when I say that we're negligent, give you give you an example because I understand that this is going to hit a lot of people. It is. It, is. it just absolutely is. And we can't dictate on the numbers. We can't even dictate exactly who, how, when, what, where, and why. But it goes back to also being negligent because... We've had so many signs prior to the coronavirus. I mean, even going back to Ebola and what have you. It goes back to, again, taking care of the people. I mean, that, that means everyone. Where are you? Low class, middle class, upper class. It doesn't matter. And unfortunately, 
we work in a system that causes us to have way too many sacrificial lambs and this is going to be a very unfortunate situation where we're going to have a lot of people that's going to find their demise behind something that we could have done a lot to prevent and when I say again viruses happen um, nature is going to happen things happen you know we don't have any control over but it goes back to also too when I go back to the whole thing about being you know people being impoverished being homeless and it takes forever up in the unto day to sit up here and try to figure out, oh my god what are we gonna do about our homeless people oh we got a homeless problem downtown everybody downtown panhandling oh my god they right here on the highway they done made tents and all so and it might seem like I was being extra and I really was because that's exactly how some people sound when they're dealing with actual people it goes back to about not dealing with things and then things escalate and now we have people that are just losing a absolute mind I'm talking about absolute mind at this very point I will be honest to say some of the comments that I have received prior to and some of the messages and what have you have not been of sound mind and reasoning but I've I'm thankful that I do have my white mind and I do have common sense and I can really see through a lot of things I think more so right now is that instead of people becoming erratic and you know not thinking sensibly let's do some of the simple things that will make the biggest difference for one washing your nasty ass hands okay how about covering your mouth how about if you know you're not feeling well don't take your dumb ass to work if you know or you feel as though you might have the flu or something else why don't you take your ass to the doctor why why do you continue to sip and try to self-medicate when you know you got a whole family of people that could potentially get sick behind you so that's the reason I, I have a different standpoint about it and unfortunately we're all we, we're gonna lose lives and I hate that but a lot of this and I will say again and I stand wholeheartedly behind what I'm saying a lot of some of the a lot of the concerns that are coming about and that will be of huge discussion including our orange president is that these are measures that we could have prevented Shade. Orange is not shade. Orange is the color. And it's a fruit. Citrus fruit. <laughs> but long story short, it goes back to again. A lot of preventative maintenance that we could have done before this moment have never really in all honesty taken have have been really taken into consideration because what do we worry about on every year? Oh my God, girl, it's flu season. Girl, let me go up and go up to Walgreens. Let me go get a shot. Ooh, it 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 mutated. Oh, it's a new it's a new flu. So you mean to tell me that particularly the coronavirus is hitting people within a certain age group? Um, and the best way that you can do right now is for one to be in the best health that you possibly can. That 
you are taking care of yourself. And I, I want everybody to really get the gist of whoever's turn, tuning in to the episode, to Weekend Purse. I want everybody to hear this. The same stuff that we have on every day that we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> Washing your nasty ass hands. Covering your mouth. Saying excuse me. If you don't feel good and you you know you're not well. If yesterday that you didn't have a cough and today you have a cough and you got mucus. Hey, there's something going on. Hey, you wake up in the morning, your tongue gets swollen for whatever reason, or you feel as though this is you got a fever. My thing would be, what in unholy hell prevents you from taking the measures that you need to take to not transmit whatever whatever mess you got going on to somebody else just by making a conscious decision that is sensible for you but it also has a direct effect around other people like if you know you're not feeling well stay your ass at home and if you got to stay at home you got a whole bunch of people quarantine yourself Get you some goddamn Lysol. You start. I'm going to tell you what I do. Because you know. I, I believe in some Lysol. My God. That lemon Lysol is a saver baby. Get the one in the little jar. And get the spray bottle. Jesus Christ. You have to do those things. For us preventative maintenance. So there shouldn't be anything that you're doing now. This should be different. But I understand that people are nasty. And this will probably be the first time that they start thinking about, oh, I got to eat healthier. Or, oh, bitch, I might have to have a juice instead of a whole full full on onslaught of um, meals in the range of five or six. Like, it is hitting people that are not in the best of health. And for those that have stressful jobs, my God, on today, let me go ahead and preach. And Justin, I'm going to turn to you and just give me 30 seconds. If you are in a job... <clears throat> Just as I was, and I'm okay with that. If you're in a job that is causing you undue stress, if you don't know, stress can tear up your immune system. Not only will it affect you spiritually, it affects you mentally, and it will affect you physically. So, the coronavirus, I'm going to call it what it is, it don't care about what you're going through. So this is that moment where you need to be caring about yourself and your loved ones and doing the right thing. So, Justin, I, I gave my two cents, child. I, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over. You're going to have to talk to somebody if you want to check, sweetie. Because <laughs> that's basically, you know, my comment about that. But you're right, you know, there's too many stressors in life to be overwhelmed by anything, not just Corona, anything in life, you know, these jobs don't care anything about you, they will replace you before you even think you're going to quit, so just, just know that before you even think that you're irreplaceable, they already have a few people waiting in line to replace you, been there, done that, then wrote the book on it, okay, so moving on, um, Corona. My closing thoughts about that is that I just kind of feel like we're in a state of panic because we have been kind of given proactive things to do, but we really haven't been clear about what is the true source, where did it really come from, how did it really 
across the whole globe so fast. You know, it's speculation that started in China. It's speculation that travelers have brought it over. It's speculation that this, that, and the other has happened. But we still don't know, and I think that's the unsettling part. Because I think with, like, previous diseases that has happened, like Ebola and hand, foot, and mouth disease and some other stuff that has happened, it's kind of been pinpointed really easily. This is the source. This is the reason. And now it's kind of like, well, you may have a mild case of the flu, but it may really be Kamona. So I think that's why people are such in an uproar, because the symptoms of it is not life-threatening. The life-threatening part comes towards the end of it once it's already attacked your body. But it's going to feel like a normal flu, a mild flu. They said a mild flu. It's not even going to be one that's going to put you out. It's going to be like the walking flu. So that's why, you know, again, as you mentioned, if you have symptoms, go get tested. <laughs> because you just never know, especially if you're working in environments where you come into large contacts of people, if you are in healthcare, there are so many things, and that's what's, I think, the alarming part about it. Um, even just aside from the, of course, the main focus is the people, because we're afraid that people will be infected and unfortunately lose their lives, but it's also affecting industries. So, for example, you know, I work in the toy industry, the, the, the doll industry, and literally 99% or more of all toy factories, doll factories, are in China. And a lot of those factories are being shut down. In fact, a private project that I was working on may not actually happen this year because that factory is no longer able to send out anything to the U.S. because they're being shut down because their workers are sick. So this is a real issue and it's affecting more than just people. And I don't want to say just people because people is the most important thing, but it could shut down people's livelihood. It could shut down major toy companies like Mattel, NGA. You know, this is actually been comments from these actual um, manufacturers that this is a real concern from them because if they can't get their products over here from China, then how will they be able to sustain? And we see that even reflected financially and fiscally because the, the Dow has been dropping extraordinary numbers. It's like over a thousand points that dropped. And that's because of the trading system with China and the United States. And so all of these stocks are becoming valueless now because of this virus. So there are a lot of impacts. So we, we really need to be aware of this and concerned about it from all aspects, from human life, production, fiscal, just, just the whole widespread universal issue, that this is not just isolated into one particular problem, it's a problem that we're all going to have to deal with some down, somewhere down the line. Yeah, the biggest thing is going to be again. I mean, I, I mean, kudos, Justin. You're absolutely spot on. I just need to make sure that everybody understands the PSA behind what I'm saying is that again, things are going to happen in this life and in this world. Just like the coronavirus, just like we had Ebola, just like we had West Nile, just like we got the walking flu and walking pneumonia, all types of crazy things that happen which we don't have 
control over let's be honest but I will say before we go ahead and go into break I will say this I want to leave to everyone that's tuned in to Weekend Pearls the best way to combat crazy is to stay sane there's no and it's hard to say but I have to say that in this particular you know predicament that we're in with everyone creating this stressful and anxiety filled environment that's also attacking you that's also setting you up to fail so whether it be at home or on the job or on the internet Jesus Christ let's talk about the internet guys I will say this and I want everyone to take that to heart at the best way I you know best way you can do not fall victim to the chaos and the craziness that people create especially during this time so again I go back to what I stated earlier and this is the cosign exactly what Justin said guys although we are only being released certain things as to far as what's happening to certain people X Y and Z blah 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 but we already know that there's more to this so the best way again to make sure for one don't ignore symptoms don't throw yourself in the tizzy create this anxiety filled environment where you on the on the verge of worrying and don't know what to do because guess what anxiety and stress will do what deplete your immune system so if you did not know stress causes more problems than we realize and what we're really you know really willing to accept so in the meantime guys wash y'all nasty ass hands if you feel something is not right and you are different than what you were 12 to 24 hours later take care of yourself and stop playing for those that have families and we have these multi-family dwellings and what have you guys gals ghouls and goblins say take care of each other by taking care of yourself first and if you feel that something's not right please don't ignore the system guys this is something again we can't control but we have a great opportunity to really change the end result of what's happening so I know that was a lot and y'all swore me and me and Justin here were for the CDC but we give y'all great 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 information and we come you know knowledge field so guys what we're gonna do we're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back hey guys what's going on welcome back if you are just now tuning in to us hey you already know what it is this is your host Tori I got my wonderful guest on the show Justin and you are tuning back into Weekend Pearls Whew. if you missed the whole conversation on coronavirus you already know what you do like subscribe share and guess what <coughs> download the episode so we're gonna go ahead and get into this next topic right quick so as you probably all are aware about the six-year-old getting arrested by the police officer and from prior episodes everybody understands that Tori has a soft spot for kids and always will and I don't like dumb stuff when it comes to kids because kids 
are off limits. No adults, and that's a whole different conversation. But as far as kids are concerned, they're, they're, it's, it's just off limits. So, if you are not aware and you are not in, you're just not being current. So, let's go ahead and talk about it. And this is what's even the more disturbing. Let's talk about this today. I got to fix my damn hair. Hold on. Your damn bangs have gotten away. Okay, I'm back, y'all. <clears throat> so, everybody understands that the video of the six-year-olds in Florida that ended up getting arrested by a police officer at school has made its way around again and I just had an out of body experience when I saw it it made me extremely disturbed I was pissed off and all the above what even made this even more horrendous is for the fact that this is nothing new I need everybody to understand that this this article is not new this is something that happened in 2019 guys I want y'all to understand this is called 2019 but because of all the litigation and everything that is happening surrounding this particular article and the young girl that is involved everything is resurfacing again so long story short to bring you up to speed if you are not aware is that a young six-year-old young girl end up getting arrested at her school okay I want y'all to sit and get into this okay she ended up getting arrested by a police officer back on September 19th 2019 I didn't say 2020 I said September 19th 2019 because she reportedly had a temper tantrum and allegedly at this point it stated that you know that she ended up um, hitting kicking one of the teachers would have her kicking and screaming going on da 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 and that one of the administrators ended up calling the police and so the police showed up to the school and ended up arresting your young girl and so this is where everything goes wrong and it went wrong from jump I just want everybody to understand and I'm going to go ahead and have some very interesting commentary because I know that I made some some statements prior to this particular article that really tie into what needs to get conveyed today so we had an administrator to call the police the police came out the police came and arrested the young girl and mind you this is be to the parent or the grandmother whoever the guardian of the child was nobody knew this okay so it even went on to state that she was actually zip tied not handcuffs thank god but zip ties are no better and so the police officer that arrested the young lady ended up having the chest cam so the chest cam recorded everything Okay, and as well as the vehicle had a camera as well. And so, between the vehicle and the chest cam, you can see that the child is just scared as all outdoors, asking, What are you going to do with me? and that I don't want to go to jail. And you know, he was stating to her that you know, he's going to put in the squad card and go ahead and take her away to um, I want to say juvenile services, what have you. And so, the girl is just losing her mind, just in tears, just being just afraid at this point. And so, come to find out that 
the um if I'm not mistaken <laughs> it's just it's just one of the things where it just goes wrong so many ways is that you know the guardian was not told that the young baby had been zip tied so they didn't learn that until after the fact and so long story short the school is under fire as well and unfortunately it is a charter school are there great things about charter schools that are miraculous yes absolutely yes there yes some charter schools that are out there y'all are freaking out some of y'all are trash call the spade a spade but some of y'all are really doing some great things and kudos to what you're doing what i don't understand and i'm gonna have to get out get off my soapbox because i'm already getting upset about it what i don't understand is that we had an administrator to call the police on a six-year-old and I want everybody to stop and pause to think about when you were six years old and you had a fit or you had a temper tantrum or you were just not upset and you just wasn't trying to hear anybody regardless of who it was and I want anyone in the room or out there listening did you have the police called on you did you have someone that was of civil service that came out and said hey you can't be out here acting like that and I'm going to go ahead and put you in cuffs I'm going to put you in zip ties or I'm going to sit your ass in the back of this police squad car I'm pretty sure that there's not going to be too many of us that can say that so it's just <laughs> it's just it's just a lot so to bring you up to speed as well as far as the result of the police officer so one of the police officers that was there because it was two of them it wasn't just one it was two so one of them have already been terminated at this point and the reason being because there is an actual law in Florida which requires anyone under the age of 12 requires the approval of the watch commander meaning that the commander that's on duty of that time and during that time they have to be present and or get permission for and this is what's crazy is that the police Sidipur is saying that the records for this situation remain confidential and exempt from disclosure as a public record mind you that the police officer I, I just want everybody to understand that one of the police officers had already this would have been his second let me say it was his second child that was arrested that day so it is just a lot of things that went on like that Justin look Justin I'm going to let you get in on this if you're there love I'll let you go ahead and jump in it's it's just really like where do I start but it's so crazy I think the the interesting detail about this see you gave the history of this whole story and it sounds crazy as it is but then you left off two very important details that completely flips the script. The little girl is African American. The police officer is African American. 
that's what makes oh, it oh, even well, more egregious. Oh no 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 no. So so everybody that's tuning in, this is Weekend Pearls, and no, so Justin, I left that out intentionally, and the reason that I left it out because I already knew that for those that are tuning in and didn't know or weren't aware. Just because I didn't state that she was African American, nor did I state that the actual police officer was African American because it was intentional. Because this is one of those real messed up situations on both ends where you have. I consider this black on black crime. I consider this. A, oh, it definitely is. Yeah, and that's the reason why I'm bringing it up. Because oh, go go ahead, Justin. Look, I'm gonna go ahead. You you got the you got it, baby. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's just that is to me. It's it is, but it also is not an important detail that we have to disclose the race factor because number one, this is not gonna be a race soapbox. This is not gonna be the oh woe is me, we depressed and downtrodden. This is not this conversation is gonna lead to. But I just find it really out of this world that this happens to a young black girl and then the figure of authority that is causing the problem is a black officer. And then as you brought out before, he bragged about that he had just arrested another six-year-old earlier. And this is what he does to get kids in line. So it, it was just... I, I really can't fathom that part. So let's pause on that part for one moment. What really kind of disturbed me was the whole school situation, the escalation point. You know, as anyone who has children or takes care of children who has ever worked in a facility with children, you know that there is always an escalation point. It goes from teacher, that the child is unruly in the classroom, you call for the assistance of the faculty, faculty and higher administration, they go and try to assist. If that doesn't work directly then at the school, they always, always, always should contact the parent. The parent guardian was never contacted. Not even to the point that after even the police were called, they didn't know that their child had been taken until they had already been booked at the police station. And I think that's what's so crazy about it. And I'm so thankful that there was, like you said, chess cam and other cam footage. Because unfortunately, the situation could have been de-escalated right then and there. Because at that particular point, the young lady was no longer unruly. She wasn't physically um, in control because her hands had already been zip-tied. She wasn't even being loud. She was actually whimpering and pleading for someone to call her her grandmother. She was pleading for someone to help her. At that particular point, where they had her restrained, which is another thing we're going to talk about, they could have stopped, paused, de-escalated the situation, and said, let's get the grandmother on the phone, let's talk to her. There was no reason to take that child to jail, period. Because even though, yes, she did do something that was unfortunate. She did, I believe, physically kick a child or one of the teachers in the, in the classroom. Yes, that was definitely wrong. 
but that is a child. Unfortunately, things happen, and of course, she needs disciplinary action for that. Whether that she be expelled from school, whether that be her grandmother takes her home and discipline her, there are so many levels of de-escalation that could have happened that didn't happen. So that's just that. Then the fact that this baby, I'm not even going to say zip tied. She was hog tied. Well, hog tied is when you do the hands and foot. So that wasn't a good illustration. But she's zip tied. And so I actually watched the interview of the grandmother on the Tamron Hall show. And the grandmother explained during the interview that the little girl was in such discomfort that she said she had to lay on her stomach in the back seat of the car so that the 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 force of the restraint behind her back would not cause her pain. So that alone could bring the strongest man to his knees crying to know that this baby has experienced some of the worst brutality from a public officer. So that's one thing. So then let's talk about just again the measures that were taken you mentioned about the the senior officer being called that wasn't done there were so many things so then let me circle back to the race factor I just feel like we are in such a a horrible place in our world right now where people literally and we gonna get biblical as the Bible says we're living in a time where people no longer have natural affection Natural affection is literally you see someone and you're empathetic towards them. You may not know what they're going through. Maybe you can feel their pain. You feel that, oh, I'm in a higher position. This person is now, they're feeling scared of me. Um, what can I do to de-escalate? None of that happened. And this is just, just beyond, it's, it's blowing my mind. And I got to throw it back to you on that one. Well, it just... I, everybody that's tuning in right now, you already know you have reached Weekend Pearls, and we are here with my wonderful guest, Justin, and we are talking about the six-year-old that was arrested at school, and what's happened has, what's happened is that I have to, I have to take a back seat sometimes because I, I'll let my emotions take front seat and drive the wheel, so... I have a thing about kids, like I said before, and I know there's been other episodes that we've recorded, and I've said X, Y, and Z, and I stand behind them 100%. This article really made me not change my mind, but it also made me take in consideration some other things, too. As to, I know I've made comments as far as people need to take care of their kids. I don't run from that. I would be say, stop letting the school system take care of your kids. You take care of your kids. They can only do so much. They can only do so much. This is a totally different situation from anything that I've previously said about school systems and parenting and what have you. This is a situation where we have authority that has been abused. But also has really marked and really created this void of, 
I don't even know what to call it. You're going to have a six-year-old girl that is going to grow up. Honestly, is that going, she's going to hate the police. Heaven forbid she have kids. She's going to raise kids that she's going to raise kids that don't like the police or hate the police and or both. And anything dealing with the authority, she's going to have a problem with. So there's going to be a huge, freaking huge adjustment to the world that she's going to grow up in. Because think about it, she's six. Some of us are 20, some of us are 30, some of us are 40, some of us are 60, some of us are 80. You got somebody that ha that hasn't even had an opportunity to even grow at this point. You got someone that has not had an opportunity to even really grasp what things are and what they are around her. And to have and, and just like Justin said and I, I initially did not disclose the fact that she was African American and he was African American because this is one of those moments where it is just to the point of okay we're in a situation we are hurting ourselves and we can't blame nobody but us you have a police officer that is okay with arresting not one but two in one day. A six-year-old child because of some type of disruption. And mind you, catch the, catch the gig to it. From the article, that baby had sleep apnea issues and catch it. And this is where I go back to the parenting piece. And thank you, Mama and Grandmama, for letting the administrators know that she was having issues so for those that have sleep issues like I do because sometimes I do and for those out there that are listening when you get up in the morning you ain't slept well you're an asshole okay and I can just imagine as a child that did not sleep well that has true sleep apnea issues and was diagnosed I say what I said she was diagnosed with sleep apnea issues so this is the part of her and what she's going through and that the family had enough sense to sit up her and take her to the doctor and diagnose and see what's going on with her so they could better help her during this trial. So you got administrators that know what's going on. You got the family that's knowing what's going on. You got a police officer that don't know shit but decided for today is the day that you know, you know, let me go ahead and wrangle up another six year old. Like you just, like you got a whole goddamn farm of little six year olds that you just arresting just for all shits and giggles. Can I play devil's advocate? I say go for it. I'm here for the shits. So I'm, a, I'm just going to be 100% honest with you children who have behavioral issues and I used to work in a children's ER and we had a psych ward children who are out of control can be scary so I'm going to play devil advocate and say that with that in mind I'm going back to my same comment by the time we see the the, the video on the, the chest cam that child was not physically violent she was not showing any signs of resisting because number one for her to even be restrained she had to allow it to happen children are very strong by the way 
Number two, if you've ever seen a child have a meltdown, they can literally tear up a room. Because I have a great niece, small little girl, she can turn over couches and throw whole fits and tear up a whole world. So the only reason why I'm saying that is, there are extreme cases where children can fill out, show they behind. But what we see at the point on this video, this child is not showing any signs of that. And that's the part that is upsetting me. Not that it would make it better that if she had been wild and doing so much that he was out of breath or sweating or any of that. But to say that when we see this child, we see no signs of the violence that has been accused of her. That is what is upsetting me. Is that none of that is even clearly shown in the video. I absolutely agree. And I don't take anything away from that. And granted, yes, if you have a child that's dealing with something that's dealing, you know, related to behavior issues or whether it be behavior or mental or both or whatever the case that, you know, it might take different circumstances to deal with them. But just as you said, though, and just after reviewing the video and what have you, there is nothing in that video that could substantiate that child being arrested. And I grew up in a time of corporal punishment. And for those that don't know what that phrase is, let's talk about it for a second. Corporal punishment. That means that your teacher had the ability to whip your ass. That means that your assistant principal, your vice principal, and your principal of the school had the ability to whoop your ass. And I'm still <laughs> mad about it today. <laughs> but I will but I will tell you this though. I remember the hell for face. I remember what she had on. I remember when she told me to bend over that desk. She had that, that panel. I remember every detail about that. My God. Now, today. We got to talk I about digress. that different episode. I'm curious. Okay. But, but <laughs> yeah, just excuse me. I damn near trouble. I wasn't expecting that. But, long story short on that is. I grew up in a time where corporal punishment was okay and the parents knew that hey you get acting up in school we're gonna whip your ass and that's just what it is and I can say firsthand that I did have a moment I remember Miss A. Banks right there at Haribud Elementary located on what Marsalis Avenue in Oak Cliff Texas yes because she had asked me on several occasions to shut my mouth because she was interrupting the lesson and she had had enough she said come here I told you I said bend over and child, she pulled out that pal and she whooped my ass. I didn't run home and tell my mama that I was being disruptive. I didn't even tell her I even got a whooping. I knew that Miss Banks was going to go ahead and send that old thing to the house. She was going to verify that it made it home and that we won't have any further issues. And Miss A. Banks, I know she went on to glory, but love that woman. Oh, she was the most awesome. And she had the best bra. Let's talk. We'll talk about that different day. She had that cone bra, but that's a whole different thing. But it goes back to a whole different level of... Manish. <laughs> no, that was a lie. A different conversation. But it goes back to teaching and parenting. And in order for you to be a teacher, you also have to be a parent. 
you have to be a teacher you have to be a counselor you gotta be a confidant you gotta be a friend you have to be all of these things wrapped in one and for this situation way that it happened it doesn't make sense it's a very sad occasion and it's extremely disturbing that not only was the police officer was african-american the young girl was african-american but it goes back to this thing here is that most and again i'm pretty sure that y'all gonna have comments go ahead and send them to weekendpearls at gmail.com weekendpearls at gmail.com is that when you have someone of color in position and you inflict something that is not right regardless of what it is you are creating this entity of disdain hatred and lack of trust because we are mostly <laughs> honestly just call them spade to spade we are most honestly looking forward to our Caucasian counterparts especially for those that are in you know positions of authority that would do this but to have someone that was African American that locked up technically I'm calling what this you arrested her you damn near hogtied her you put zip ties on her you treated her like she was less than human and she was African American so my even more than that Tori go ahead go ahead they didn't just um, ziplock not I can't even talk now they didn't even just restrain her hands they fully processed this baby they fingerprinted this baby she went through the full booking system she wasn't just taken to the police station and just sat there waiting for the guardian she went through the mugshot and everything oh yeah if y'all are tuning in yeah so just like justin said this when i say everything in this situation was so wrong that even there's so many disturbing pieces and things that continue to happen just like Justin said she went through the whole process as though she was a criminal as though she was someone that was a she was a pedestrian on the street and she was causing all types of healing whatever the case is but you have a six-year-old and this is something that Justin stated is that even on the video that we all watching you have an eye implore you to watch the video in order for her to even be restrained she had to be complacent she had to be civil and in order for him to do his job quote-unquote she had to be willing and cooperative and all of those things that were stated showed on the video so I go back to this then what was the purpose of taking her to the police station, booking her, fingerprinting her, getting the mugshot, doing X, Y, and Z to not only to humiliate her, but also make this dagger that had been plunged into her any more destructive. You now have a young lady that will continue to have complete disdain and lack of trust by 
anyone, regardless if they're African American or not, will not have a respect for the judicial system, will not have respect for the police department, and anyone of authority. Because what he did has now created a wedge in her being more than a criminal at this point because he made that. Yeah, and even going back to that Tamron Hall interview with the grandmother, the repercussions have already started. She commented that the young girl has already continued with her um, sleep apnea issues. They're even worse now. And she's even started to wet the bed, which is something she hasn't done in years. And it's all because of this traumatic experience that she unfortunately had. Guys, I it, it just... Again, like I said before, kids are just off limits to me and I just really, I, I get really emotional and get upset about stupid shit when we deal with adults that are supposed to have sense, common sense, and be able to make decisions that are rational. And again, I don't know the police officer firsthand and it is a fortunate event that he lost his job, but that's what you get and I'm not calling it because that's what he deserved but that's a repercussion of what happened and that's just what it is I just hate the fact that who is going to take the time out to try to help this baby and resolve the issues now that have been created not something that she had going on on her end but something that somebody else created, who is going to take that time to sit up and enable her to be not only a beautiful young lady that's going to be productive in our society, but also, too, that's going to be able to overlook all the bullshit that has happened at this ripe age. Who is going to be able to do that because her grandmother's not going to be able to do that? Not on her own. Her mom is not going to be able to do that on her own. Hey, oh my god I'm thinking about her teachers in the future how are they going to be able to handle this on their own so it goes back to this and be, and we're going to have to go to break because I'm, gonna start, I'm starting to get attitude about it because it's making me mad I need for everybody to understand whether you own the position authority or you in a position authority or you have the authority power I need you to understand at this point that you have a responsibility and it's beyond you. It is beyond you. And when we all take into account that we have a responsibility for each other and when I go even deeper into it, you might not think that the actions that I have on my day-to-day basis affect you, but they will in the end some type of way. You don't know who's walking next to you. You don't know who's going to hire you. You don't know who's going to bump into you and don't say excuse me. You don't know who's going. you're going to have an accident with. You don't know if this person is going to have road rage and want to shoot you. You don't know if the homeless person that you said ain't nothing. But then this is the person that in the long run happens to be an attorney representing somebody else against you. You don't know so many other things in this world. It goes back to again. Treat people as you will want to be treated. 
regardless of age, creed, ethnicity, income status, whatever the case is. If you do not take that in consideration, God bless you. And that, that's all I got. So, hey, because my attitude is about to shift. And, hey, we're going to have to take a quick break. I'm about to go pee. And we're going to be right back. My God, on today, child. Woo! If, look, hold on. I'm going to be petty. I, I don't normally have the opportunity to be petty. But I'm going to go ahead and petty. So, hey, guys. Before I be petty. If you are just now tuning in, thank you for tuning in to Weekend Pearls. I'm your host, Tori, and I have my wonderful guest, Justin, that is in the building. So, if you have missed out on what we have discussed this evening, my God, today I ask that you like, subscribe, share, and you download the situation. Because this episode was hot. It was fish grease hot. And for those that might have whiting, you might have sway, you might have catfish, child, you may have Look, trout or grouper or you can go ahead perch. Oh, per- perch mouth, my God, today. <laughs> or catfish. And that's all right, though. As long as you season, because fish deserves to be what? Seasoned. So we're going to go ahead and move on. Last but not least, the last topic of this evening, because, we have gotten into the shits today, and it has been great. Oh, Lord. I already know it's going to go there, but I'm going to tell you this right now. I have no problem because I have so many thoughts on this. But, so the last thing we have on the agendas for this evening, guys, and it is no way not to talk about it. So we got Gail King. Yes, I said Gail. Hey, now. Gail King versus Robert. Robert. <laughs> is it, oh, I can't hear Robert. Is it is it the middle name Vincent? I just wanna call him Vincent, Robert Vincent Kelly, but Robert Kelly versus Kobe Bryant. So it's you know what, I just wanna let everybody know that Black History Month was not the friendliest in twenty twenty and I don't know what devils was lurking, but God I just ask in the name of my holy Jesus that you rebuke and be sent back to the pits of hell because February first <laughs> All the way through. Oh my God! I have, and, and maybe, maybe I'm just being overly excited and goofy, and just maybe just animated. But I cannot recall. And God knows, y'all go ahead and pull up history, and hell, it might be something I don't know. And if you find out something, send it to weekendpearls at gmail dot com. This has been the most treacherous and petty filled ass. Black History Month that I have ever experienced in my life. And it's been tried by the black people. Yes! My God today. And I don't understand. First off, let me, let's talk about Gail King. And let's, I gotta bring Snoop because Snoop wasn't on here, but I'm gonna bring it up. So, if y'all didn't know, y'all already know. <laughs> so, Gail King, long story short, it is very unfortunate that Kobe Bryant in the past and away with his daughter um, in a helicopter accident and Gail King subsequently ended up doing an interview with Lisa Leslie. And Lisa Leslie is one of his you know good good friends. Actually really really good friends. And so some of the questioning was targeted in regards to some of the litigation that he had prior to you know now, that was in the middle of his, you know, career dealing with, you know, rape and all the other stuff that was going on. And 
as a professional, Lisa Leslie, you get 10 points plus 3 high fives. And girl, if you are missing your pinky toenail, girl, you can have mine. She was so professional, so poignant, and just took it. That she said what she said. If 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 that was a question you should have asked him when he was here. If that was something that you had, a, you know, you had um, issues about, you should have brought it to him while he was still alive. And there's nothing wrong with that. So, now we have, and I'm going to just go ahead, Jesus Christ, if y'all didn't watch that damn debate and Gail King was hosting, um... So I bring Gail is Gail is on the she child she's she she she's <laughs> she's on the papyrus right now, and I just need to clarify. Oh, and a quick wig. Oh, first off, that's not that's a bad wig, cause I first off, cause I didn't seen a thirty-seven piece, and I ain't say a thirty-six because you had to think thirty-seven because you know you want to enhance your bangs, but for those no, that let's, had them no, thirty-six and thirty in the back. I hate you first. Oh, say but it's not a duck tail, it's a dog tail. Logs off. <laughs> hate you. But needless to say, that her that sits on top of Will excuse me, Wells. Oh, I really just changed her name. Um, it sits on Gail's head looks like a wet dog. It looks like a wet Pomeranian. And that's not okay. But we not That was a forty year slip. Woof. So hey, so we're gonna go ahead and leave her her alone, but I'm gonna tell you the shits and giggles about this. So I didn't put Snoop Dogg on her, but I gotta talk about Snoop Dogg. So Snoop Dogg, there's two things that I will say. Snoop Dogg, say man, you win in my spirit. Now as far as the people coming together, they said we gotta stop that shit, and you didn't have to call a bitch. Now I will say this is this, and and, and again. If y'all have a problem with me and that's okay, you are more than welcome to respond to me at weekendpearls.gmail.com. And regardless of whether it's male or female, male or female, I have to say this. Sometimes you are going to call somebody a bitch. And it, it, I, I will be the first to say, I, hey, it is not even a Freudian slip. Sometimes you say, you bitch. And I do not, again, I do not fault him in the emotion that Snoop Dogg had. I just don't. I, I don't. Now, do I support the whole thing about dragging her and, you know, people coming to get her? No. Not at all. Hell no. No. No, 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 no. 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 There's too much misogyny that involves rappers. And I'm going to tell you what's even more messed up is that it's really amongst most African American rappers too that will politely call a woman a bitch when not warranted. But in this situation, this is one of those moments like, hey, I I I, I would call her a bitch too. I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm going to call her a space. But I would already call her a bitch and call her a name. And I would have not thought anything about it, but Sending somebody to go ahead and whoop her ass and whatever the case is and pull over. Ah, no, 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 no. But I don't have the same history. I don't have the same misogyny or anything that is related to what Snoop Dogg has had as far as dealing with females have been concerned. I just don't. 
because that's not that's not my mindset that's not where I am in my life I've never been that way so for him I know that he got hit left right upside down and everything else because of the, all the all the things that he said but also the message that he conveyed because it went from checking Gail to making her a bitch that needs to be dealt with and it, it went too far like I, I don't have no problem with her checking her I, I promise you I don't I don't and, and honestly like I said before I'm okay with like say bitch <laughs> because that word in that moment right then and there if it was left where it was would have said so much more than versus going into the realm of this, that, and what have you, and dragging the bitch, and da 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 da. Because when it comes down to misogyny and dealing with men and how they treat women, Snoop Dogg can't say shit to anybody because he's been the worst. Quiet I totally agree with that. Huh? I totally agree yeah. with that. He went, to, he went too far. And two part. When you and he doesn't understand that his words are also impactful, and I think that's the level of misunderstanding that he probably had in his rant. He didn't realize the for him. I think that he was being authentic in his delivery of you know the whole she need to be dealt with part, but he didn't really understand. You're Snoop Dogg. People are going to listen to you. You probably have people in the waiting who do that anyway. So he didn't really think that through. So I go back to even with the interview with R. Kelly. And it brings me back to that moment where I don't know what particularly what, you know, her affiliated network was trying to do. But I understood R. Kelly. Now, granted, do I have R. Kelly downloaded on several devices? I do. I have Seems punched. Like on I have I have punched on several R. Kelly songs. <laughs> but I will say this though. Her her um her line of questioning for him I had no problem with because it was a long it was a long time coming. Now as far as Kobe Bryant is concerned all of those questions that had been posed to Lisa Leslie were all out of pocket. It was fucking disrespectful. And then how dare you have these type of moments when this... You got someone's wife and someone's right. kids that are still living, the ones that were not in the helicopter, mm -hmm. still dealing with the immediate death of their father and their husband. And... You have that line of questioning, and and this is the thing. You know, guess what? I'm a look. I'm a podcast. I'm a blogger. Call me what you want to, but there is one thing I will say: is that there is one thing about knowledge that will carry you further than everything. And I don't have a journalistic degree, but I will tell you this: you can't tell me that Gail King did not have a list of questions that were supposed to be asked of Lisa Leslie prior to that interview and in the event as a human being with a bad Pomeranian sitting on top of her head shut your mouth you you have the opportunity audacity 
no, the opportunity, because they ain't the audacity, because I, I didn't want her to ask it, but she had the opportunity to decide whether or not to ask she those questions. And that's, that's where we need to pause for a second, because I don't think this is, I don't think we can wait for a full pause and talk later discussion. Go this for it, I'm here. Pause. Because for me, as you just pointed out, she had the opportunity to steer this interview any way that she wanted to. Gail King is not a newbie reporter, journalist, who is feeling the pressure of a higher entity of a production company to say, well, I feel so intimidated by the questions they're wanting me to ask her that I feel uncomfortable doing so. Your best friend is the most powerful black woman in media. You, yourself, under your own right, is one of the most respected journalists in the world. She had every opportunity to stop the line, as we say in the medical field, stop the line, and say, you know what, I'm not even going to cross this line anymore. I'm not even going to move forward with that. And I like how you said it. There was an opportunity for her to just not even go there, but the fact that she did. And then, you know, she wants to use this excuse, well, the clip that, you know, CBS decided to use was edited and it was from a part of the interview that is out of context. Be that as it may. Now, I can even say this from a journalistic perspective. Was there anything wrong in asking that question? And this is where people are probably going to hate me. But listen to me. I don't even feel that that question was necessarily wrong. I think it was valid, and here's the reason why. Because you have to show the full story. And it doesn't always matter that the person has recently died, or they have recently been, you know, seen as a great person. But it was the it was the, the reason that she basically grilled and attacked Lisa. You know, when she asked her the question, if she just would have said, well, Lisa, you know, do you think that maybe some of the issues that happened in his past will affect his legacy and allowed her to comment? To me, that would have been perfectly fine. But she grilled Lisa. She said, well, you know, Lisa gave an example about, well, she asked Lisa, you know, have you ever seen him have those tendencies to prey on women? And Lisa made the comment, well, you know, we've been many outings together, we've been to clubs together, you know, he's never asked me to, oh, go get this woman or this, that, or the other. And then Gail King, I almost called her Gail Rufus King, had the nerve to say to Lisa, well, you're his friend. You wouldn't see that side of him. That is what crossed the line. Because now you've, you've steered this, this interview from a journal, a journalistic opportunity to share a story about Kobe Bryant to now steering your, your personal narrative of, oh, well, maybe he really did do it. That was what was inappropriate. And that's what this really blew my mind is that she is the one that really targeted him in the interview it wasn't just that the question was asked because it's it's fair enough because it is something that did happen but she is the one that made it go left yeah I, and it goes back to again like you said I, I agree 
I think more so, and that this goes back to even even to the levels of, and I don't want anyone that's listening, especially to anybody that's a blogger, blogger, podcast, or whatever the case is, because we all have the opportunity to gain, you know, access to articles, gain information, be able to speak on what we know to be fact, but at the same time. You have to be tactful. You have to be considerate. You have to have some type of understanding. Now, granted, if your mission is to either be divisive or make somebody feel bad or be on the attack, whatever the case is, you know more power to you, but good luck. Just as though Gail King had the opportunity to sit down and interview Lisa Leslie, I go back to the thing of, okay, look. You have a list of questions that were posed to you that could have been asked of her. You have the opportunity and you have the option to either do it or not do it. And honestly, I go back to the fact of, and I and, and I was like, I thought I was being petty and I had to check myself, but I can't. I still came back to the same realization. You can't do what Oprah do, and that doesn't mean that Oprah ain't in the hot seat either. You that, know that's, what? that's that's the shits. Oprah is not at the hot seat either. She is not at the hot seat either, and this is the crazy part about it. I feel, and this is my opinion. If you, if anybody, if you're just now tuning in, you listen to Weekend Pearls. If you have any comments or suggestions or questions in regards to what I'm saying, you are more than welcome to hit us up at WeekendPearls at gmail.com. That's Weekend Pearls with a Z. But I will state that Gail was trying to take a, trying to jump on a tangent that her best friend could do. You all are not in the same lane. And guess what? Just because your friend did it don't mean that she's right in doing it. Just the whole thing that goes back to Harvey Weinstein. When I reported that whole thing about Harvey Weinstein, my question was, in of all things, I was waiting for Gail or I was waiting for Oprah to interview him about his stuff, and I have yet to see it. And I'll wait. Go, go ahead, Justin. If you think you're lonely now, wait until tonight, girl. Wait. I just and, and again, it's no shit. Look, Oprah, you're a mogul. Love you. I just don't understand certain things. And granted, I might not know everything again. But right, right. Can I say one thing? Go ahead. I'm here for the shit. No, before we digress to Oprah, I just want to say thing about the whole Snoop Dogg. I didn't agree with his approach. I didn't approve. I didn't appreciate the language. Why? Well, because I'm look. I'm here for it. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say for me, for me, it's just too much. Like you know, it's one thing to be angry, and then it's one thing to just to be out of control. Like I just think, for me, I'm one of those people. I kind of feel like, and trust me, I'm not one of those people who 100% do this. But I feel like your words are more impactful when you're not angry. And when you're not using abusive language. And I understand. He was emotional. And I think that's why. My opinion towards him. Is not necessarily so. Judgmental. Because this was clearly out of anger. And it wasn't out of normal character. It wasn't like. 
it wasn't like this was a thought out statement that he made this was unfortunately someone dealing with a raw emotion of being upset and then it kind of spewed out of his mouth I just think language like that just needs to be kept privately especially when you're going to go to a platform to post it on social media and then of course like you said we both agree that the threatening part that was out of pocket it even kind of goes back to what Jada Jada Pinkett said on the Red Table Talk when she said when she heard Snoop say that and you talked about misogyny as well she said she felt like he was saying it to her he was saying it to his to her daughter he was saying it to her mother because it was like you're seeing someone who you have so much respect for and now they have tarnished the image that you have of them to now it's like oh this is how you really think about women we nothing but bees and this and that and, and that so I, I see it from that perspective so maybe that's just why I wanted to comment and steer that part of it I just felt like that was so tacky like that was so many other different ways he could have explained that so that's just the one part that I can't agree on but if you ask me at the end of the day was he right yeah he was right <laughs> what is his thought that he was conveying was right that she was wrong it was just his delivery but I also have some comments about Oprah but I want you to finish your thought about Oprah <laughs> you would set me up to fail. Come to think. No, so you, well, you was basically just talking about the Harvey Weinstein. And oh, yeah. Her, oh, I'm her, pissed about You know, her, her lack of, you know, wanting to do oh. and Oh, I'm pissed. I have yet to hear. And see, this is the thing about it, because I was so pissed off because when I covered the Harvey Weinstein article, my, my first mindset is like, okay. When you have, and, and Grant, hold on, let me, I'm going to go ahead and switch this, just switch and flip the script. So, he, so, hey, so what if this was Tyler Perry? So, what if this has been a situation, oh, no, I, I, oh, I'm going to go better. deep. Oh, I'm going to go deep. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, because I, yeah. I got you even better. Uh, you said who, Tim, who? Oh, hold on, Spike Lee, what about Spike Lee? Oh, I got you even better because it did go, happen. Go ahead, talk it about did. it. So, you know, the situation did happen when she's she started on the the production of the the Russell Simmons story, and so everyone was in such an uproar about that. So again, let me just digress one quick second. So also with the Kobe Bryant case and also the Russell Simmons case, both of those cases were dismissed in court. So let's make that very very clear. We're not talking about confirmed cases of multiple Can you say that one more hundreds time? of women in Hollywood. Look, I have... Can you say one more time? Can you say what happened with Kobe Bryant just one more time? In both Kobe Bryant and Russell Simmons, both of those individual cases were dismissed. So let's make that very clear. But yet, she goes out on the hunt for Russell Simmons over one account... Let's see, it was just a couple accounts, but it was one account that was in court. But yet, Harvey Weinstein has molested, abused, and used his power for hundreds of people in Hollywood. Multiple accounts. She is tight-lipped about that. But you know what really pissed me about Oprah? And I'm going to say pissed. Like Mama Braxton say, 
pissed. What pissed me off is that when she all of a sudden decided that she wasn't going to do the Russell story after it had already been announced that she was working on it. You know, she does this little interview. Oh, guess what? I believe it was uh, her homegirls network, but that's neither here nor there. So she goes and says, you know, you know, I have decided to, and I'm using her voice, I have decided to uh, not pursue production of the story and Many people are wondering why that I would choose to do so, and this, that, and the other. And I just want to make it clear. I will not be intimidated by Russell Simmons. First of all, who do you think you are? A Russell Simmons. So basically what she said was, Ian, you ain't nothing. That's basically how I felt. Yeah, people make you mad because I said it, but I said it and I ain't taking it back. She basically said, oh, he ain't nothing. He's just a Russell Simmons. Well, if he's just a Russell Simmons, why are you doing a story on him and not Harvey Weinstein? Why not go for the meat? Why not go for your confirmed cases? Why not go for that? But yet you want to pick on the person who you think is so beneath you that she's not even worth intimidating. So that's what really had me with Miss Winfrey. Is that she is just so above herself and above people that she thinks that she can just throw her weight any this this which way of whatever. That's what just really just really took me out of character. I was like, oh, this is what we doing now. This is how we acting on TV. This is how we showing out in front of company. You heard what I said. You showing out in front of company because again, we gonna circle back. You know. Black woman in power, you have the right and the opportunity to steer that narrative. But what did you choose to do? You chose to talk about a dismissed case and not the confirmed one from somebody who you are in cahoots with. Someone that you have confirmed evidence that you are a private friend of. But you know what? I'm going to let this weekend pearl go back to Mr. Tory. Child, y'all gonna stop that shit today, child. Well, hey, guess what? I fund my own Allegedly. Look, here, here, here's the game. I fund my allegedly. own subsidiary has no control. Look, and it can be allegedly. Look, I fund my own subsidiary has no control, no power. Look, girl, do what you do. But, quiet as a skip. Let's talk about this. So, as far as Gail is concerned, you can't do what your best friend do. Second, you can't do what your best friend do. Third, no better. There is nothing in my spirit that's going to change my mindset with the fact of, again, somebody knowing the questions, even if they were presented to me prior to the interview, even five minutes, as someone that is an interviewer, and I'm interviewing someone that is in front of me, I have the obligation, the right, the opportunity, and I can make a decision, and I can have the ownership in not doing X, Y, and Z because of the right thing and the wrong thing to do. Just because it's something dealing with journalism does not mean that you don't have the right to do the right thing. You make that decision. You make that choice. And again, for a, for a Snoop Dogg calling a bitch, yeah, I called her a bitch too because I was pissed off. But as far as everything else involved with it, I can't support Snoop Dogg for that because it's so much misogyny coming from 
our hip hop industry, and that's a whole that's a different conversation. <laughs> a whole different conversation that I can't I can't substantiate. I'm not going to back and it's not okay because you have a mother, you have a sister, you have a grandmother, you have a great aunt. It, it's it's so many things that come along with it. Now granted calling a bitch, I say go for it. But as far as dragging and how people come again, whatever the case, I don't want no part of that because that isn't. I had to come to an agreement that words can create violence. We have a responsibility at the end of the day when it comes down to people and who we interact with. It's not okay to say, I want somebody to come drag your bitch ass. And think that somebody is not going to do that. We have seen so many times in the hip hop industry of all places where people have gotten pissed off and say, bitch, I'm going to come whoop your ass. And they just showed up to either a studio or record a session, been outside waiting on the bitch to end up getting killed and murdered, whether it be East Coast or West Coast. So we know that's not the route that we need to go. Lisa Leslie, girl, you win 10,000 points, girl. You are the classiest, and you win. Gail, I need you to understand, sus. S-U-S, sus. You need to understand that you can't do what your friend do, and I'm going to jump over the Oprah in just a moment. Gail, what I need you to understand, and just like this whole thing that you had about the South Carolina debate and all this other stuff, say, sus, you're not out the water, and you won't be out the water for a very long time because you do owe Kobe Bryant's wife and that family an apology, a public apology, because you are fucking dead ass wrong, and no one can tell me otherwise. I don't give a damn who you work for. Somebody that wasn't even the goddamn ground buried. You still didn't even have the privilege or the right to sit up here and have some questioning of that type of shit. Or somebody that was best friends with him. Now granted, what he had on and the legalities that he had with all the stuff that was going on, you know, early on in his career. How in the hell did it surface all of a sudden with him having a damn helicopter crash accident that killed him and his damn daughter and everybody else that was in the damn plane. When did this become okay? Because I go back to the simple thing. I can respect you if you respect me. And we're talking about somebody that's in death. That shit ain't cool. That would never be cool with me. That would never sit over my spirit. I'm not okay with that. And Gail, you are dead as wrong. Now let's talk about Oprah. Because again, you know Oprah has, has she has a lot of hands and pots and everything else. And I'm like, it's no shots fired at Oprah. Not be very honest to say. I support and fund my own shit. I don't get my funding from anybody else. So you can't fuck with my money because my money is my money. I can say what I want to say. So Oprah, as far as it's concerned about you going online and crying over Gail or whatever the case is, so you're okay with sitting up here saying that you're okay with your best friend being an asshole towards Kobe's best friend in the middle of him passing and his daughter passing in the same instance, and then you want to talk about some goddamn rape type of bullshit, and you already know firsthand as somebody that is good at getting facts. Because you do not get a pass, sus. 
You mean to tell me that shit's okay, girl? Girl, chat. What? Hold on, cause I, cause, <laughs> cause it pisses me off because money will never substantiate class. Money will never substantiate respect, and money, money, regardless of whether you make a dollar, a ten trillion, it doesn't make you human. So for you to sit up and say that, oh my God, girl, she can't sleep at night. Oh my God, she she has to have security twenty four hours, and she's already had death threats. And it's just Not so sad. I can't, I can't. I, it's just, it's, it's such a it's such a sad occasion. My thing. She is, did her best damsel on the screen. Thank you so much. I want to say thank you, but this goes back to. And you know, let's talk. Let's talk biblical. There's power in the tongue, and you have to be careful what you bring to life and you bring to light. That type of stuff has a repercussion that will go on for years and years and years. And just like Harvey Weinstein, fuck his crippled ass. And I said it because it's my podcast, and I don't give two fucks. First off, screaming, I did, and that girl. Cinnaper, I'm gonna tell you. So, so the gig is the gigs. You know, friends are friends, but whatever the case is, which if you wrong, you wrong. I'm gonna call a spade a spade because I had already caught it and I had already reported. So this girl had four cell phones in a court of law, and the judge told you, "Hey, asshole, don't have no type of recording device or anything in these hearings, or whatever the case is." So you, there's nothing going on. So you did what you wanted to do. I said, "Okay." So you entitled. I had caught the gig. So then, I sat back and look at these other um, proceedings and hearings and all things. So, you had this same mentality that you couldn't be touched because you had all this money and that you had all this power. And I will say to you, whether it be Brother Weinstein, whether it be Sister Oprah, whether it be Sister Gail King, whether it be Brother Snoop Dogg. With power comes a responsibility. And if you do not do what's responsible, God bless you. Because the same thing goes for anybody that makes a dollar or makes ten million. You have the opportunity to do the right thing. If you don't choose to do the right thing, whatever happens, that's on you. That is that is your responsibility. Nobody wants to see you on TV crying about somebody. And oh my God, ew, she can't sleep at night. Oh, and I, I'm touching my chest as I do it because I want to go ahead and reenact the video. I'm touching. I don't understand. She's not sleeping well at night. She has to have security guards 24 hours a day. First off, stop trying to be who you're not. <laughs> Your friend is your friend. You can't do it as your friend. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I said it. I'm okay with it. You cannot proceed in a fashion. And guess what? Baby, best friend and sisters catch a shit too. Because you cannot sit up here and be on a platform. And that goes back to who you are. And I've said this from Jump and I will always live by it. You as an individual, your voice. No matter how small you may think it is, it has an impact. 
And it will always speak more volumes than people realize. So when y'all get up here with that bullshit and you sit up here and you acting X, Y, and Z and you sit up here this and whatever the case is, guess what? It has the ability to influence. I.e. I go back to this power in the tongue. And I will sit here and wait for it, but it's the damn truth. So, Oprah, I'm sorry, sis. I love you. You're awesome at what you do. But you're wrong as fuck. Because the same emphasis and the same type of boy and era situation you have for, um, oh boy, where is that for Weinstein? The same thing goes for Gail. If that was the case, then bitch, well, why you not sitting up here? Why you not sitting up here waiting to interview his ass coming out the damn uh, courthouse? I'll wait. Girl, child ain't safe in a house full of men. Child, ain't that the truth? I had to fight all my life. Child, it ain't safe in the family men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, hey, guys, I just want to let y'all know that we have completely went over time and that our, I, um, <laughs> I feel as much that we will go over just because of the emotion that was involved with all the topics that were discussed this evening. And, and I need an excuse note for my employer. Child, look, child, do you want me to say he had corona or what you want me to, I don't, I don't, look, child, they're going to have to fumigate and, um, quarantine everybody, but I will say, Thank you, thank you, thank you guys that had tuned in tonight. You know, this is season two, episode five of Weekend Pearls. Thank you so much. We have come to the end of the show. Child, I got to pee again, Lord. This, this ginger ale. So let me tell y'all something before I go. So this ginger ale bowl, child, they'll burn a hole in your throat. For you girls that out there love, um, cognac, I advise you, or whiskey even ginger ale bowl oh my god he oh shout out your show bowl but different conversation but i want to send a huge 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 thank you to wonderful justin mcday that has always been there to support that has been a great guest on the show Loving him death. I've known him for umpteen thousand years at this point, but I really want to say thank you. And for you girls that don't know that you can find him on Joel Ju on Instagram, Joel Ju on Facebook. And you know, some of y'all can't spell and not gonna be funny, but I'm gonna go ahead and spell it for you anyway. <laughs> J O U E T S space E N space. J-E-U And for those that don't understand the um, translation from French to English that means toys and play and Justin I know you hear me so on YouTube where can them babies find you? It is the same name on all social media platforms YouTube, Facebook and Instagram it's at Joes Anjou. That is the at symbol J O U E T S E N J E U. Clearly, he's so extra. But thank you, thank you, thank you for putting in. Do us a favor. Make sure, regardless if it's me or Justin or both. Do me a favor, make sure to make sure you to like and subscribe to us on the follow social media outlets. 
Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I know this whole thing with Twitter. I'm still pissed off because it's not Weekend Pearls. It's Pearls Weekend on Twitter. I'm still upset about that, but that's a different conversation. I'm going to see if I can't fix it before the week is out. If you have any commentary, any concerns, if you want to be a guest on the show, do me a favor. Make sure to hit us up on weekendpearls at gmail.com. And also, too, you can hit us up on the website, www.weekendpearls.com. Again, the following social media streams. And I know y'all probably saying, damn, he had a lot earlier. Well, I, this hustle game is serious and real. I'm like a stripper without a pimp. Hey, I got to get this money. So. You can hit us up on iTunes Podcast, Google Podcast, Overcast App, Podcast App, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. Get into the shit. That's where we are. Hashtag Weekend Pearls. Hashtag Pearls of Wisdom. Hashtag Dallas Podcast. Y'all make sure y'all subscribe to Dallas Podcast and DFW Podcast. Guys, I need you all to support my fellow brethren and sisters. We have some really good podcasts that are going on in DFW area. So make sure you go ahead and do that as well. Hashtag Weekend. Excuse me. Real Conversation with Real People. Hashtag Real People. Real Talk. Oh, shit. I feel exhausted from after all that was stated. And guess what? Hey! So, <laughs> my goal is to have the merch shop open in the next two weeks. So, it might be open before the next episode. I can't guarantee that. But, next two weeks, look for the merch shop to come up, pop in. Like I said before, early in the show, got the pop sockets, got the wristbands in today. And they are... So, I'm going to tell you how pretty my ass is. So, clearly, I was pissed off because I'm like, first off, why are my damn wristbands not glowing in the dark? They glow in the dark. They just hadn't been in light long, so short. So, yes, the wristbands are already here. And I want to say that I have been able to self-publish a book. It is out. It's a book of poetry. It is Mixed Journeys. You can find it on lulu.com. That's L-U-L-U.com. I'm going to update the Everything on www.weekendpearls.com as far as we can get the book and what have you. The book, physical book, is out and available for purchase. And guess what? The ebook. <laughs> oh my god, I was in here hustling hard as hell. The ebook is actually available for purchase as well. But in the event you're not able to get it either on Amazon or Bars and Nobles or Kindle or Nook. Uh, again, reach out to www. Excuse me, we can press at gmail.com. There it is. So, ah, that was a lot, y'all. So, thank you all for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Weekend Pearls. I love everybody. And next week, my God, we're going to have Peanut and Bernard on the show. That is going to be a hot bowl of chili with that beans. And everybody don't want beans. They just want a little spicy meat. But before we go, we always got to leave you with this week's prayers of wisdom. And I think that it is most poignant for what's going on in the world today. And this week's prayers of wisdom goes as such. How can you worry about the coronavirus when you don't even wash your hands after using the bathroom? All right, my God, we out here today. Love everybody. Justin, thank you so much, Pudding. Um, look for the episode to be up by tomorrow, guys. I appreciate you, and we are at this boudoir.